What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Backpacking Podcast. As always, myself, John Kelly, here with the king of Kentucky backpacking, Mr. Jeremiah Stringer. How we doing, man? Hey, dude. Doing great. Happy to be here. Oh, man, the, the comments are great already. And uh, I can't wait to see what happens tonight because I knew tonight was going to be one of those nights where we're probably going to get a lot of comments. So uh, the very first thing on here is uh, check this out. This is from Backpacking with Jason. Buckley. And then Hike with Mike says Buckley is awesome. With Doc Watson saying an evening with hiking with Buckley and backpacking with Jason. Have you noticed he's on more of the more of these now, like in the chat room? You talking about backpacking with Jason? Yeah. He's poking his head in the door, man. I just had a trip with him over the weekend and uh maybe it reminded him that he should tune into the show and enjoy some of the fun with all these other people. I'll tell you, man, he's been in here almost every week lately, which is pretty nice. And then we've got Delta Safari. Huzzah! It's time for Scat Chat with the Gonex Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, we probably should... We've got a lot of new viewers and listeners since this joke started. We should probably, like, fill everybody in on what that is. Because uh, how many years ago was it now, Jeremiah? Well, we start this podcast in... Uh... 2019, I think shortly afterward, maybe, I got uh, painted as the Gonex man somehow by the Shill Brothers, and uh, it's been a running joke ever since. Here we are, and we always talk about poop somehow. Always. Always at some point. And so, uh, yeah, so Jeremiah, we've been joking about all of the uh, Gonex stuff for a long time. Well, here's another one. If I had Jeremiah's face on it, I would totally buy a patch that said Scat Chat with the Gonex Bros. <laughs> this is a good-looking face, man. Got the fresh cut today in anticipation for our Halloween party. You're looking good, man. You really are. I bet, oh, I'll bet uh, Bridget's pretty happy about it. Toot, toot. You know what that sound is? It's me tooting my own horn. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's time we just go ahead and bring in the guest tonight. I don't think we need to talk a whole lot. Well, wait, hold up. There's something we need to talk about. Yeah. I almost forgot. We need to talk about some of these polls we've been taking. We've been oh, asking people yeah. to fill out these polls. I think it's good if we show people the results of some of them. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. We have had a poll the last two weeks. If you've listened on Spotify, um, I can't remember what was the one from last week. The one from two weeks ago was, would you consider hiking a 14,000-foot mountain? Oh, we had 65 yes. people say, Absolutely. 65% of the people apparently want to hike a 14,000-footer. I think we were talking to uh, who, Jeremy and Chris? about That them. was Jeremy and Chris, yeah. yeah they climbed, uh, what, Mount Elbert? Mount Elbert, yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a it. Show. And, and then last week, we asked, what's your tick prevention? 67% said permethrin, 25% said DEET, and we actually had eight people who said none. Well, you say zero eight, tick protection. Eight people, but that's actually eight percent. I'm sorry, eight percent. Yeah, I didn't mean eight people. I'm at eight percent. That's almost ten percent of our listeners do not use tick prevention. What do you think about that? I think that uh, about ten percent of people are just as lazy as me sometimes. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> that's what I think. Although I will tell you, I did receive a package in the mail from the Tick Terminator, and I did too. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try out his products that permethrin the concentrate. So shout yeah, out I've to still him. Gotta, I haven't even opened the box yet. I probably should. No, I haven't either. I just got it. 
So, uh, hey, Darwin's uh, alter ego, Derwin off the rails. He said <laughs> yeah, uh, he is out in the San Bernardino Mountains for work this week. So oh. that's pretty cool. He's listening to us out west. Bit jealous. I know. I know. Well, with that said, okay, we've got there now. Let's 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 do whatever he's here for. Let's bring on the man, the myth, the legend, the spokesmodel for Hilltop Packs, Mr. Tim Buckley. <laughs> you can't start off an introduction by calling me a spokesmodel. Oh, you are, though, man. <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to talk to Ben about my title, but I don't think that was ever in it. Yeah, from what I hear, <laughs> two of the qualifications were that women want you and men want to be you. And so uh, that's how you got the job, from what I was told. Yeah, well, back to talking about 8% of the population. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim Buckley, actually, we did have Ben McMillan on a few weeks ago and discussed explicitly about your function at the company and more explicitly your title so you're officially mm. the spokesmodel i don't know if yeah. you tuned into oh. that episode but uh ben I was think that amazing was one where i lost signal i checked in for like five seconds or i was working perhaps um yeah mondays haven't been greatest of nights so i watch you guys afterwards usually these days well you know we should probably let everybody know that we tried to get buckley on here a while back and he totally ghosted us <laughs> so not on or purpose we could tell the <laughs> yeah, we could tell the true and humiliating story. That is, I don't no, know the difference no. between mountain time and Eastern time or how to do the math on that. <laughs> That's okay. I didn't either, man. Whenever you texted me the other day and double checked on the time, I literally asked Siri, I was like, what time is it going to be? Just to make sure that we got the time set up because people may not know, but you're actually out West. Two hours earlier. Yeah. You're out in South yeah. Dakota, right? I am indeed, and I'm about an hour west of the uh, mountain time zone, so it's also why the sun is already set at so 6 p.m. my time. We already have a couple comments about your spokesmodel hood that we should probably post up here real quick. All uh, right, let's see them. Doc has already said, um, if you're a spokesmodel, uh, you need some Miyagi shorty shorts. <laughs> well... I, flattering as that may be, Doc, I believe that uh, I'd probably have like three-toned legs because, yeah, there'd be a long, a large white patch between that and my tan knee. You know, all the better to even it out, man. You got to have the short shorts to even out that tan line. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll get actually, a... Well, there's actually people. There's actually people wondering if, if not only are you the spokesmodel for Hilltop Packs, but is Buckley a professional hand model? Oh, are the rumors true? What? I've never heard these rumors. <laughs> They've been circulating, bro. We hear that you're a professional hand model. Yeah, this there was an article about this on the Trek. I bet, I bet. Maybe it's because I talk with my hands so often. But I doubt those rumors are even in existence. But unsubstantiated rumors, yeah. there, Pizza Ninja. Sorry. <laughs> Unsubstantiated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, guys, I, I don't usually just cut in randomly for comments that have nothing to do with our guests, but I'm doing this one because this is hilarious. Okay. Uh, Mr. Backpacking with Jason was one of the ones who said he said he'd use us no tick protection. Mm -hmm. And so Roger, Take a Hike Fitness just said, backpacking with Jason's testosterone level is so high, ticks run from him and bite Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, that's, that's an extreme take. That is. But it, he's probably right. He is the emperor I would assume of Kentucky so. backpacking. So. I think Jason just bites their beady little heads off and then th 
flicks him. Ooh. I think he picks Doesn't his teeth he? with him first. Yeah, it might be. Dual purpose ticks. Yeah, no joke. You got any uh, got any others that you're wanting to throw up there? I want to ask Tim about uh, his day to day here. I think I think I'm good for the next few minutes, but I am guaranteeing with tonight's guest, there's going to be some really good comments the whole night. All right. Here All right, Jeremiah. The laser right on you, bro. I'm about to fire off Lay a question there. here. Bring it. So I, you live a different lifestyle than I do, and I think it's very interesting. And, like, my normal day is I wake up 6.30, you know, shower, get ready for work, get off work about 4, come home, work on YouTube, family time, etc. Yeah, I'm curious. What does your day to day look like? Because uh, last we spoke, I believe you were working at a national park. I am. We literally just closed down two days ago, so I'm still working this week, cleaning up and winterizing. The I work at a lodge for a very large company, um, not the national parks. We're contracted by the parks, and I uh, have the esteemed position of front desk supervisor. <laughs> so oh, we have cabins and things yeah so we have cabins and things checking in guests we have retail and a restaurant and um but it's a seasonal job so it go, runs from april to mid to late october and uh you heard it here first what i'm doing next is uh get on the edge of your seats people because <laughs> i will be working at a gas station <laughs> 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 So, so yeah, I'm, I want to stay close to my, I do have a son that hasn't graduated yet. He lives in South Dakota uh, and my daughter's only 20. So I want to stay within a stone's throw of them for a couple of years yet still. So I'm going to go, I don't know if anybody from my neck of the woods knows what wall drug is. Do you fellas? A what? Wall drug? Wall, wall drug. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know what that is. It's South it's South Dakota's largest tourist trap, and I'll keep it short, but it started out as a drugstore offering like free ice water off the interstate and then just kind of evolved into this ridiculous tourist trap, gift shop after gift shop. And of course, it still remains a drugstore. But long story short, they own about half of the town. The town's about 700 people. It's about 20 miles from me. And uh, the people that own Wall Drug literally own over half the real estate in town. So they have winter and summer season. And so they own this gas station, what convenience store, whatever you want to call it. And they have really dirt cheap employee housing, which is the entire goal. I mean, even at $15, $16 an hour, if I pay 50 or $60 a week for rent. So and they're saying that uh, full service, it'll be a full service station. You'll be washing windshields wearing shorty shorts. <laughs> oh, maybe I make some so. tips. Through, through, for, through February in South Dakota, I'm, I'm doubting that. Miyagi? <laughs> undoubtedly Miyagi would probably do it, but yeah, you're probably right about um, that one. Yeah. It's pants season already for me. So, well, it's we inter- might have a couple short days left. That sounds like a good plan. And I want to revisit something that uh, you mentioned there. I'm glad you brought it up your son. So I w- I watched a video where you and your son went backpacking together. And I was going to ask you like firsthand, <laughs> what is that like taking, is your son 16? You said, yeah. Yeah. What's it like taking a 16-year-old with you backpacking and, and that being your son there? Well, we did a pretty short overnight, and he's his hiking pace is far faster than I am. He's like six feet tall and all legs, so miles is not a big deal. We only hiked maybe four miles in, but in the Badlands, the best part about it is 
and just finding really cool camp spots. And he, uh, I don't know, he has evolved. He's like this young, he's wise beyond his years. So he was pretty responsible with setting up his own tent, doing all those things. And he's always, he's come with me since he was, I don't know, 10 or 11 probably. And uh, yeah, he's always been a good partner. He's this little intellectual, intellect, like awesome nerd. So he <laughs> is constantly, we're stars, dark skies park. So he loves looking at that. And he knew literally exponentially more than I do about stars. And yeah, so it was a really fun experience. And he's just, he's probably matured beyond my level. So he's at surpa- surpassed my maturity level at 16 already. So sometimes I have a hard time even holding the conversation because he's just a super big science nerd. Yeah, I learned a lot from him. So but, what's your favorite place to take him when you guys go backpacking? Is there like a favorite spot you've taken him to? It's more his favorite spot because I'm about 90 minutes from the Black Hills. For those of you who don't know, the Mount Rushmore is what it's famous for, but it's much more than that. At any rate, that's where I like to go. I prefer to go, even though I live here, but he is all about the Badlands. There's fossils and cool rocks, and you know, the, obviously the stars are a big deal, and it's just otherworldly, so he's he's a big Badlands fan. That's awesome. The Badlands. But I don't like it because there's no water. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> this weekend. Heavy pack, man. It makes a heavy pack. <laughs> mm-hmm. This weekend we dry just... camped. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, I carried in four liters of water the first day. And then the second day, I carried in a gallon of water. So that's oh lord, like 3.8 liters or something like that. Yeah, the dry yeah. camping, man. Sometimes it's brutal, but luckily we didn't have to walk far. So four miles, I mean, that would still suck. But at least your pack's probably not going to be unbearable with the amount of water you got to bring. Yeah, it's flat out here too, but... Uh despite the way it looks most of the hiking trails are on flat flat areas and scrambles here and there but yeah i I don't do a lot of two-nighters out here just because especially you know 80 and above it's amplified because of the clay it's it gets dangerous to yeah you would have you'd probably have to carry two gallons to do what rob and i did a few years back which is like a 23 mile loop it's the only big loop out here so have you ever hit some hairy situations doing that rob and i did just out of my pure arrogance or actually just you know things you learn from i we had to watch the dot on my all i had all trails at the time i had the map downloaded and rob had a garmin but we had to watch the dot for because there's no identifiable trail out there and i would just kept losing battery and having to stop and charge my phone so that we could figure out if we were still on trail and it got a little nasty and we came in with drops of water a couple, couple of fellas hiked out together to do that in a day hike two years ago i believe it's irrelevant but the important part is they hiked out it was an actual temperature 107 and uh one of them uh got heat started getting heat stroke and guy two went back for help and by the time they returned the guy had had perished oh man so yeah it's it's not a smart place to just go out because the trails aren't there's not a lot of long trails out here other than unmarked ones What's your backup plan? Let's say like y'all are watching the all trails, right? And that's on that app. If nobody's ever used it or for the people that haven't used it, I mean, um, like you can click it and then you can just literally turn your phone, whatever direction, you don't have to have service or anything. As long as you got the map downloaded and you can see, I mean, you can see exactly what direction you're heading. So let's say that your phone dies, battery packs dead, Rob's phone's dead. 
what's the what what do you do in that situation to get your all's self out of the circumstances that you're in? Well, I think we probably would have just hiked uh, south because we were, could have got safely out of a basin and then would have eventually hit a road. I mean, I'm, I may be melodramatic by saying, I mean, we came in with drops of water, but we weren't crawling and dehydrated or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think my dad or somebody told me one day, he's like, the unfortunate part of modern day America is you're never too far from a road. So, And I know very well where the, the closest road was. So. I got you. We probably would have been just fine. We would have came in really thirsty, mildly dehydrated. Well, how do you know which direction south was? Do y'all carry like a like a physical compass? Uh no, it's a inner inner emotional compass that I carry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and how no, much does I that mean, help? I kind of have a knack for direction. It's, again, probably arrogant to say that, but I think as long as the sun is out, I, yeah. I would have a general idea where south would be. I got you. That makes sense. Okay, we got some great questions that are coming up here. You want to answer a few? Sure. All right. Well, the first one's from All Things Outdoors. It says, question, if Buckley could only pick one band for his music video, who would it be? Oh, Jeremy. Hi, by the <laughs> way. Um, that's an unanswerable question. That's the oh, only No, 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 no. See, here's uh, one thing. That's the only. podcast, we answer all questions. You got to do it. Man, one band? Yeah, you don't get your stipend if you don't answer. Well, mm, give us I a t- about the stipend part. Give us the top. T- <laughs> give us your top three, but you have to rank them in order. One being the that best. Would be, oh man, uh-huh. situationally right now. It and it's a band. You don't have to pick bands. You don't have to pick the song. Yep, the band. the band. Well, you Ohio people will know that. I just think that consistently and as cliche as they are, I'm a huge Black Keys fan. Yeah, Black Keys. Nothing wrong with that. Love them. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's some of the albums that I've listened back and forth. But then we'll we'll do another decade. We'll go to the 90s. Uh, The Toadies would be among my higher choices. Yeah. Nice. Look them up if you never heard them, people. Man, this is just this. I would not answer this question the same on any given day. So I'll just throw out a third band. I don't know. Probably Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Just so I, I'll go. We'll just we'll do three decades of music. Multiple decades. Got there. variety. Dude, Jeremiah, you, who would your who would yours be? Way to put me on the spot. Well, I mean, let's have fun with yeah. this. Yeah. Feel um, the pain. You don't have to go all three, but give me give me your number one. And. I had to pick them for a video to put on my channel. Is that is that the yes. question? Yes. I'd like to do somebody with a lot of variety. Hmm. But Buckley's right. It's unanswerable. I'm probably no, going to go with... You're going to answer it too, JK. He answered it. Uh, yeah, JK has to answer it too. Oh, it's um, easy for me. Yes. I'm going to go after JK. Mine's a Foo Fighters. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Fantastic choice. Absolute favorite band of all time, Foo Fighters. So, yeah. So, Jeremiah, you got no extra time. Go ahead and tell us yours. I think I'm going to go with... (laughs) My wife said Morgan Wallen. (laughs) That's a no. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know, man. You know, silence I, is a bad thing for a live stream in a t- in a podcast, right, Jeremiah? Like, yeah. I, well, I can't help it, man. I can't think of the band that I would have to use. The sands are falling through the hourglass, man. I think I will <laughs> steal Buckley's and say the Black Keys as well. Every time somebody asks me what my favorite band is, that's what I say. Do you really? Yeah, seriously. The first album that I heard of theirs was Brothers, and I like fell in love with it. My college roommate showed them to me, and I would just listen to Sinister Kid on repeat over and over and over. Now, their newer yeah. stuff, like Wild Child, I mean, it's okay, but I feel like uh, El Camino and back was more of their kind of real style. But that's just yeah. my opinion. El Camino's my favorite. It's a good you one. Know be Lonely good boy, gold on the ceiling. What's that? The Avett Brothers. Oh yeah, dude, that would be. Yeah, you, I mean, because you could get a lot that. of lot of emotional feelings out of that. Like yeah, they have some upbeat yeah. stuff. They have some more subdued, and yeah, that's yeah. a good answer. They, they might be a good band. Okay, uh, next question for you: How was digging a cat hole in the clay? Uh... Man, it's virtually impossible, and there's no need to sugarcoat that there's just not an option sometimes. So out here, it's uh, pretty much find some stones. Uh, and there is some clay. You can oftentimes I'll go in, like, if you've seen any videos of the Badlands, it's either straight clay, like a desert, or grass. And if you go in the grass, you can find soft enough soil. But you almost have to do some, for lack of better terms, lawn mowing around <laughs> So that you don't have certain things sticking where they shouldn't be while you're doing your business. Yeah. So, so That's I'm guessing if you're out there hiking in the clay and you see little stone stacks, best not to fo- to bother them is what you're saying. I would say don't worry about it. Period. Because you're not going to find a lot of backpackers out here. I mean, that's, oh, yeah. it's beautiful. It's beautiful for that reason on the loop Rob and I did once in a great while. Cause there's a, a good like three mile hike out to a place where there's a juniper forest called deer haven a lot of people mm-hmm. do that but man you really aren't going to find a lot of people backpacking i assume that even you, the, i assume you use the dirt diggler since you're a hilltop packs guy or are you not associated with apex giant oh yeah i am i'm a big fan and okay i don't understand and i'm not saying this as a, a businessman at all it's just so light and it has no rough edges it's really uh, rigid. It won't bend on you, and so and it has no rough edges to cut your gear up or your hands. You use the little one. I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What is like save six, a few six and a half inches? Yeah, I need to save every bit of weight I can. I do it because I'm old and more than anything. Well, that's why that's it exactly goes light as I possible. <laughs> that's yeah. what John says. Hundred percent get it. Tangent Trails yeah. has a question for you, and this is maybe my favorite question of the night so far. Uh, did Buckley learn any bison riding techniques? I hear they don't use spurs in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just, I don't know this. Uh, I assume a gentleman's name, but he is one of my favorite commenters on my videos. Just funny guy. Like to meet him at any rate. Yeah. I've had a lot of run-ins with bison, but, uh, I haven't had to jump on any backs yet, nor would I. They, they fascinate and scare the hell out of me at the same time. <laughs> I, I That's met fair. Tangent Trails and his little lady, and like I say, they are awesome, dude. They, you get along perfect with them. I met them in the Smoky Mountains at Cades Cove, actually. Real cool people. Yeah, you know what? Awesome. Yeah, I'd like to sometimes. Hey, let me ask you, uh, 
John, before you bring up the next comment, the the bison, so I was watching one of your video and it's about wildlife, like seeing different wildlife around the Black Hills. Oh and yeah. I was wondering if there are like certain areas where you're gonna see the most wildlife. And then uh, I had a follow up question about the bison. Because it looked like you ran oh. into bison and uh, you're trying to camp with them. Yeah, it's been a wild summer for that. But yeah, I guess we'll go with part one of your question. Uh, basically, like where we hike Jeremiah is pretty well trafficked by day hikers and things. So you'll see some white-tailed deer and some of your basic. But if you go to South or North Hills, you'll see more uh, bison, elk, which you don't see elk often, but they're there. Uh, I've seen mule an antelope. Deer, antelope, yeah. Mountain goats which I've seen only two in all of my days out here, but I, they're such cool creatures. They're just like polar bears with horns, kind of. Yeah. Um, what else? Is, that, that pretty much runs the gamut other than the, the ordinary, you know, turkeys and grouse Ground, and that kind of thing. Brown rodents. Yeah. Yeah. Prairie dogs. Yeah. So these bison that you were camping next to, it seemed like you had a spot picked out, and then they just kind of, I guess, were grazing in the area and pooping everywhere. So you ended up setting up around them? Yeah. Well, it's this ridge that I've camped on in Wind Cave National Park quite a few times. Uh, Crow's been there, Metron move when those guys came out here. It's kind of my, a place I've gone before at any rate. But you get up on this big ridge and you can see both sides of the river valley. It's just a really amazing spot. So I planned to go there. And I was going to, it's like kind of like steps, like shelves. And I was on, uh, I wanted to go all the way up towards the top, and that's where there was two bison just chilling. And I didn't see them. I thought, seriously, like I saw his hind end, so I thought, to me, it looked from a distance like a, a down tree, like with the root ball on it. Yeah. And I get up and over the ridge, just kind of doodahing around, and, and he was, I don't know, 15 or 20 yards right in front of me before I realized oh, wow. it was a big bull bison. And he didn't care. They don't – usually are so docile. Uh, so he just laid there, and I just kind of watched for a bit and got behind a tree and then just work my way back down. But there wasn't a whole lot of bison sign from that second step down to where I was, at least nothing fresh. So I didn't, because there was a huge meadow up top where they graze. Mm -hmm. So I didn't really feel all, I don't like being down in the river valley either because there's, it's treeless in that area. And I don't want to set up there and have, because that's where I see them most often. And I saw one on trail on that same trip the next morning that really freaked me out. He was just like moseying towards me. And I got way off trail and he kept coming my direction. And then finally he just turned and he had no intention of ever harming me, but I was just like, what am I going to do? I, there's not a tree. There's not a rock. I'm yeah. There's no way if he charges me, I guess I'll just dive at the last minute and then get back up and be ready to continue. <laughs> I don't know. Like a matador. Yeah. Yeah. I heard, so I, I heard thought that day, shelf was better. Yeah. I heard the other day that, uh, 90%, like 80 or 90% of Buffalo in America are raised captive actually. They're not in the wild. So the fact that you live somewhere where there's wild buffalo is really kind of awesome because that's not actually the norm around the country. Yeah. Well, they were, to be fair, reintroduced throughout the country. I think it started the, the last remaining herd before all the uh, European settlers eliminated them virtually was in Yellowstone, I think. Is there a difference? Yeah, I think Don't they said they were that. down to 6,000 total. Yeah. And uh, we're able to start farming them and herding them and – now they're they're not even considered uh 
uh, an endangered species anymore. So no, they aren't, and cool. a lot of them are farmed for meat now because it's a popular lean red meat. But well, they are delicious. Uh, so Wind Cave National Park and Custer State Park border one another, and there's two separate herds. They keep them separated by large amounts of fencing because they're genetically different. I think I don't know the details, but yeah, some of these herds really our ancestors are the act of the actual bison from you know when the natives hunted them but watch the uh ken burns documentary on on the american buffalo it's on pbs it's four hours of your life (laughs) is it just never get it but it's fascinating yeah (laughs) (laughs) it it is fascinating it's crazy is it just regional conversation it's now like we've got some comments there's four of them here i'm going to do real quick four and it was all about the band stuff like there were tons of them but i picked four of the best ones uh riff outdoors said he wants he wants the gonex band oh that would to be, be good, uh huh? who does his videos to which kentucky backpacker said if gonex was a band it would be nickelback so <laughs> nickelback was really popular i mean the ipad was i mean the ipod was invented for nickelback you know Oh, really? So everybody could carry Nickelback around in their pocket and listen to it. Oh, man. They could have come up with a better idea than that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's an interesting thing. So we there's another great backpacking podcast um, that is, uh, what is it? It's something in Kettles. Does anybody know what it's called? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've heard of those guys. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, I'm a little concerned about them right now. I don't know if I want to say the name of their podcast because one of the guys said his song would be Toxic by Britney Spears. And uh, the other guy, Mr. Carlson Adventures, said Taylor Swift for the win. So, um, Wow, T-Swift. She's popping right now. Man, campfires and cat holes. You, uh, you got some interesting choices there, boys. Interesting choices. You could get away with it. I mean... I'll, I'll I'll vouch for Taylor Swift's uh, talent. Hey, if you know are if a Kansas City Chiefs fan, you see a lot of her. That's for sure. Yeah, that tight end really made her famous. Yeah, I know. Without him, nobody knows who she is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you guys a minute ago: is is it just regional the difference between bison and buffalo, or are they like? Is there some other differences that like define using those different names? Well, uh, Mr. Rob Pelton taught me this. There are no actual buffalo in North America. They're all in, like, I think Central Asia, maybe. Don't quote me. For for sure in Africa. But they are called the American buffalo, even by, you know, Ken Burns, who's a huge document documentarian. Is that the right word? You so. know what I mean? I'm I'm sure they did their research before they titled that entire major series the American Buffalo. <laughs> and if you come out here, all the Native Americans call them buffalo. Everywhere you go, it's buffalo burgers, buffalo steaks. Um, so I used to get kind of snobby about it, but I, I believe the proper term is bison. But if you call it the American Buffalo, then I guess you get away with it. But well, there you go. You make it American when it's America. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Now it's ours. <laughs> so um so carlson adventures he said that's called advertising jk lol <laughs> you smart man oh that's funny definitely go check them out they they got a great podcast going they're funny guys and if you ever get a yeah. chance to backpack with the two of them you're gonna have a good time for sure now so is- okay my question mr buckley sir is how in the world 
did you get such a gig as being the spokesmodel for Hilltop Packs? How did you become the man who is now making videos about bear bags and trowels and all this other stuff? Uh, a lot of luck, but it really started with uh, Ben and I went on a uh, like a two night trip to Dolly Sods. Uh, I don't know. I think just Ben is kind of everybody knows Ben. And for whatever reason, when I was out east, we connected and I, uh, I don't know how we wound up on going on a trip together. But it was we have such different lifestyles when you look at it. I mean, he has like 17 businesses. He's constantly on the go. It's never enough for him. He's always wanting to create and do all sorts of things. But he told me, he's like, we have so many similarities. He's like, we both take risks. He's like, yours is just in lifestyle choice or adventure. And mine is more, you know, financial, you know, but he's like, we have almost identical personalities that really clicked with me when he said that. That's a really wise analogy. Cause I do agree. I think we are like brothers in so many ways, but if you took a step back at how we live our lives, you'd say those guys are polar opposites, but it's actually the opposite of the truth. So yeah, just uh, lucky enough to have uh, made friends with Ben. And for whatever dumb reason, he decided to offer me this little job. And man, yeah, it's a good gig. It's fun. I love every moment of it. I get some uh, gear to test out quite often. And I was, I've always loved Hilltop well before I ever got this. So just yeah. good stuff. It is. Hey, we got, we got an answer. It's the difference between <clears throat> Buffalo and Bison. If you guys want to hear it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doc Watson says a uh, quick Google search says Bison have a hump. Buffalo don't. So maybe bison should be the American camel. Oh, good point. Now, All Things Outdoors has a completely different take on why they're different. He said you can have a bison burger and buffalo chicken, and they're totally different. <laughs> they do taste completely different. Completely. <laughs> yeah. So I guess I guess really it's more about the food part of it than it is anything else. <laughs> do you think it'd be a super easy choice between for the rest of your life, you have to swear off one of those? Now, you can eat beef burgers, you can eat turkey burgers, whatever kind of burger you want. You can never have a bison burger. Or you can never have buffalo chicken dip ever again. Say that again? So, so the only meat we have to eliminate is bison? You have to either eliminate bison burgers from your diet until you die or buffalo chicken dip from your diet until you die. You can have other burgers, beef, turkey, whatever you want. I don't care. Vegan burgers, anything. Just not bison burgers. And I love a good bison burger, man. You go to Lexington, go to one of those restaurants downtown, bison burgers are specialty. Mm. Yeah, but beef is, I like beef better. I Mostly because I'm a fat American pig who, I like the fat. Bison, bison's really lean. And if it's cooked well, it's delicious. But uh, it can, it can dry get out really, really dry. Fast. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Plus, no brainer for me. So so my wife, when we were just friends, um, she we would do like Super Bowl parties or whatever, and she always brought this buffalo chicken dip with her. And I used to tell her all the time that was marriage material, that someday some guy's gonna marry her and he's gonna get to eat that for the rest of his life. Yeah. That even bad me. buffalo chicken dip is good, yeah. Dude, I'm I'm not giving up buffalo chicken dip for bison. <laughs> it's part of love for you. Ain't happening, dude. It's part, it's, it's part of what brought me and my wife together. So I can't, I can't turn it down ever. ever. Let me, let me back, back you up a couple steps. JK, I just have to satisfy my own curiosity and perhaps the audience. But why did you say when we were 
friends. Everybody in the world thought we were dating. <laughs> we weren't. And, and oh, honestly, okay. I, I didn't want to date her at the time, but uh, everybody thought we were because we always hung out. We were like best friends. So Well, then you didn't, you didn't even need the air quotes then, dude. I, I guess it's because when I talk to people that know me, <laughs> I have to do that because they're all like, oh, right, you were dating. I'm, you know, so I'm just harassing you. I'm <laughs> just I harassing you. It. Okay, you ever you ever type something and realize that um, you hit the wrong keys, but you hit send before, um, before before you got to stop yourself. Yes. Somebody loves this pod baser. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll take that as a compliment, Casey. Thank you, Casey. I'm I'm the C and the V are right next to each other, and the R and the T are right next to each other. So I'm pretty sure it was a mistype, but I just I had to put it on there. I had to put it on there. I love this pod baser. Oh. So we could become the pack packing pod baser. Yeah. <laughs> I, hey, it has a nice ring to it. Hey, Buckley. Searchable. Have you, a, have you ever seen a TV commercial for a microwave? I saw that earlier when I was glancing. Is there a backstory to this? I honestly don't know. I, was that from a former episode or something, Jeremiah? I don't know. I maybe it's an inside joke that only Jason gets. I thought yeah, it was Mr. one. That, I thought it was one that that Buckley would get. That's why I asked it. I want to know. Please elaborate, my friend. I need to know what you mean by this. I'm sure there's an inside joke I'm missing, and I'll feel like, oh my god, that was so obvious. But I need to well, know more, well, Jason. Please. Well, while we're waiting for those answers, um, apparently yeah. camel milk is incredibly healthy. Naturally low in fat, but tastes as rich as whole milk and contains no lactose. So naturally the U.S. What? government won't let people consume it. Who's out here milking camels? Where do you even get a camel to milk? <laughs> uh, Where Delta do you Safari. even get a camel you to about, milk? You want to talk about the most random comment so far tonight. There it is right there. Uh, there I it love is it. Right I there. love it. That's funny. Okay. Uh, John, is it okay if I talk to Buckley a little bit about gear? Oh, please do. Okay. That's way better than the questions I've had. <laughs> I'm loving this. This is great. <laughs> We're just chilling, man. We're just hanging. Yeah, no rhyme or reason. I love it. No. Um, so, dude, for some reason, you seem to have a fascination with these camp stools. Like the last time I was with you, I was yeah. so jealous. While we were on trail, you would just like whip out this camp stool and <laughs> there's no like setting it up or anything you literally just like set it on the ground and press down and it's formed so this weekend i was out with a few different guys jeremy included and jason and i brought the helinox sunset chair which is like a three pound four ounce chair yeah it's I've a big it. guy i've seen you sit in it <laughs> yes and everybody else the had throne. like yeah, it's the, it's the Kentucky throne. Everybody else had <laughs> uh, like little chairs, you know, chair zero or something similar. And yeah. then everybody kept sitting in my chair. Every time I get up, somebody would move to my chair, Jason included. And then Jason actually ended up buying one while we were sitting there on like at our campsite. He's like, it'll be here on Tuesday. So... <laughs> I'm wondering why in the world, with how comfortable my chair is, why in the world are you out here using the stool that has no back on it? Can you sell me on it? Yeah, I can. I had to be sold too, so credit where credit is due. My friend Mike Ghost, 
which you guys know. Oh, OG Mike. I believe we both met him. Yeah. Oh yeah, you both met him. So he just hung out with got him a couple this. weeks ago. Yeah, I know. I was so jealous of all you guys, but we won't we won't reflect on that. Anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah, he brings it, and Jeremiah. Well, you guys have both hiked with me a bit. Jeremiah, maybe a little bit more, but stop. I stop a lot. And he would, we'd be stopping for, you know, five, 10 minute breaks. I call them pack breaks, take a pack off for a little while, grab a snack, et cetera. And in all of 10 seconds, he was sitting down and I do the majority of my sitting like on those breaks where I stop to just enjoy a view or, and I don't, if I have the Helinox with me, I don't set it up. It's just too big of a pain. So I'll just sit on a rock or a log or whatever. And uh, that's probably my biggest joy on, in hiking is just taking those breaks and smelling the roses, you know. And when I'm at camp, I mean, you guys know me. I'm a bouncy guy. I'm, I don't know if fidgety is the right word, but I'll sit for a little bit, and I'm blessed with a pretty strong back, so I will never say that the Helinox isn't far more comfortable for lounging. But I don't generally need the back support because I'm, I'm up moving around a lot at camp. I, I, I want to be able to, like, on the fly, throw out a stool and sit down when I'm on trail. And your your chair is undoubtedly it's obnoxious, but who who on God's earth would who on God's earth would deny it that that thing's extremely comfortable, right? So it's yeah. just a matter well, Jer- of. I was gonna say Jeremiah has never claimed to be ultralight, so I mean, <laughs> yeah. While for most He's of also- us, we're thinking, no chance I'm taking a three and a half pound chair with me out on the on, on the trail. Now but three yeah. and a Jeremiah's quarter. Like, I'm good. It's only three and a quarter. Three and a three, quarter. Okay, three and a quarter. My bad. Four ounces <laughs> of difference. <laughs> yeah, he's also a young like alpaca type mule, whatever you want to call him. He's he's got like forty pounds, and then he's sharing snacks and all the stuff that he brings with. So he's a good guy to hike with. Chocolate is and, dense, you know. Chocolate is dense, and, and Jeremiah's yeah. got to have that chocolate with him. So. I brought Halloween candy on this one, and guess what? Everybody took a piece. Chocolate, yeah. Kit yeah. Kat. Hershey's, Reese's Pieces, Reese's Cups, Subway cookies. Oh yeah, yeah, Subway cookies. Some there has been two different trips. I think I've been on one where I had to not hike in in the snow to Eagle's Nest, and I brought like a a number of guys a box of Subway cookies. And I can't remember the other time for some reason I think uh, maybe it's out to Hanson's Taylor McDonald's with us. I remember because I brought two dozen cookies, and the next trip I went on with him, he brought a dozen Subway cookies. If you ever want your friends to have a lot of joy and you're headed out to the trail together, stop at Subway, buy buy every cookie they have, except for those nasty oatmeal raisin cookies. Leave those, throw those in the trash. In fact, last Mm -hmm. time I stopped at Subway, oh, don't be gross. Last time, uh, delicious. <laughs> last time I stopped at uh, the subway in the Red River Gorge, I was going to get some some cookies, and that was the only ones they had. And I said, "Are y'all cooking more of these?" And they're like, "No, this is it." And I was like, "No, nah, that's okay. Leave the oatmeal raisin. You might as well throw those in the trash." I throw. I told the clerk that at the subway. You don't like oatmeal raisin? I mean, they're okay if you if somebody said, "Look." Gun to the head, you have to eat a cookie, and it's oatmeal raisin. Of course I would eat it, but it's not my first choice. You're saying after hiking miles and being tired, an oatmeal raisin cookie wouldn't be good? It's not my first choice. When you have white macadamia nut, isn't that one of them at Subway? You got chocolate chip. You got those raspberries. But you didn't have a choice, did you? Uh, No. Uh, Yeah, I did have a choice. It (laughs) It was either none or oatmeal raisin. 
and you can see exactly which one I picked. Exactly my point. So you chose no cookie. I drove across the street to the gas station and got some uh, mini Buckeyes. Not associated with Ohio State. Oh, yeah, it is. No, it's not. Oh, yeah, it is. It no. is. Just own it. No. Just own I ate those suckers. It's delicious. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> JK, he's apparently, not apparently, backpacking with Jason thinks oatmeal raisin is the mountain house. Oh, cookie. thank you, Jason. But here's the problem with that: he doesn't like Jason's L8, a Gen so Xer. his taste doesn't matter. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't like L8, so he doesn't get a choice on that one. He's out. Man, JK, do you remember like the date-filled oatmeal cookies? They were from like Archway or something, real soft. Yeah. Yeah, Gen Xers, yeah. oatmeal raisin and chocolate chip. It's about all we had. Macadamia nut. Whatever. Come on, we're not Hawaiian. What do we need yeah. macadamia nuts for? <laughs> They're white macadamia nut. I think they got white chocolate chips. Hey, yeah. all things outdoors. I love oatmeal cookies. I can't believe I'm yeah. outnumbered here on the oatmeal. Okay, we'll have a poll next week, and we're going to pick and see what the winner is. I'm going to put hey, all the Subway hey, cookies on there. And I, I didn't guarantee- say the other ones weren't better. I just said I can't believe you, you just wouldn't eat them, even though they were the only choice you had. I'll put an option on there. I'll put an option on there that says, well, I don't think it'll let us put this many characters on there, but something along the lines of, I dislike oatmeal raisin cookies so much, I will pick this option over the options that I actually like. That's how little that people like oatmeal raisin. I don't even know why they still make them. Brian Winburn says oatmeal raisin better than macadamia. The pizza nut, listen to this one, eat your oatmeal cookies while you're listening to Nickelback. (laughs) Oh, come on. Does not compute. Now, Rob Pelton, Rob Pelton, this is a good one. This is a good one. Oatmeal chocolate chip. Oatmeal chocolate yeah, chip. Delicious. That is delicious. What's it even mean? Yeah. What does it mean? What do you mean, what does it mean? It's oatmeal and chocolate chip. Nobody's making those. Just wrong. replace the raisin. Nobody. Yes, they Nobody is Nobody. making oatmeal chocolate chip. I've never even it's, heard of that. Do you know that. what a monster cookie is? You know what a monster yeah, cookie is? Yeah, kind of is, yeah. Oh, is that like it's when you're M&M's McDonald's and, and you get... M&M's and... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think and it's chocolate it's chips and M&M's cookie. and an oatmeal cookie. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, that, here's the Jeremiah. truth, Adam. Or here's the, here's the truth, Jeremiah. If Gonex made them, you would love them. <laughs> I'll tell you the one cookie I like that has oatmeal <laughs> in it, okay? Have you all had no-bake cookies? Mm-hmm. Okay, now oatmeal should go in those. Oatmeal does not go unless it's like um, like oatmeal that you're eating for breakfast, like hot oatmeal with raisins in it. Now that's okay, but in cookie form, come on now. You're getting some backup though through here. I will give you some. Although Rocky Top Wrangler oatmeal raisin cookies are the bomb. Uh, let's see, Girl Plus Dog Adventures oatmeal raisin are like the prunes in the dried fruit world. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Yeah, it's delicious. Just like prunes. There you go. You're right. There you go. You'll be regular. Um, Mark Goodyear says, oatmeal raisin is the reason I have trust issues. Nothing like biting into it and realizing that's not a chocolate chip. Yeah, dude. I just threw it by my mouth a little bit. Wow. You dislike them that much? I mean, they're okay. Dude, what if some little I mean, they're lady, okay, but they make some me Some little lady met you in public and was like, Jeremiah Stringer, I watch all your videos. Have some of my oatmeal cookies. They have raisins. Would you say no? Nah, I'd take one. I'd eat that cookie. And you know what would happen? Delicious. You would probably think it's the greatest thing you've ever eaten in your life. Well, if a sweet little old lady's cooking it, they're the best cooks. 
So it'd probably be a delicious cookie, but it's definitely not going to be my first choice. Well, well, Darwin's uh, alter ego says Snickerdoodles <laughs> is number one. No baked cookies are gross. <laughs> Snickerdoodle. I'm not even going to call him Derwin off the rails. I'm just going to call him Darwin's alter ego from now on. Yeah. That's what he's being called. <laughs> you you think that no baked cookies are gross? Are you allergic to peanut butter no or something? Cookies. What in the world? It's peanut butter and chocolate and sugar and butter. I mean, the oatmeal is just in there to hold it together. Oh yeah. Well, here's here's the thing. Check this out. No bake to oatmeal is like bison to buffalo. They're practically the same. Yeah, I can't say I agree there, Jeremy. I mean, they practically are. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird tangent we get. How on. did we get on this conversation, Jeremiah? On okay, this let's week's episode th- of Cookie Debate. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, we've got we've got some a really good question that I have an answer for. All right, let's hear it. Uh, it's from Andy Parrish Outdoors. It says, have you ever had bison meal, a bison meal, while on trail? Can you dehydrate bison other than jerky? Right here it is, guys. Bison, yeah. beer, black bean chili. It's like my favorite meal that you can get. And I think Peak Refuel actually had some bison meals that they came out with in the last year or two. Yeah, I think it was one of the Chad Mendez. Chad Mendez. But, uh, Chad <laughs> Mendez. <laughs> Dude, the the peak refuels. So my wife um, on that YouTube meetup or whatever at uh, Red River Gorge, she wanted me to bring biscuits and gravy by peak refuel. Mm. So I said, okay, I'll order a couple of them. I went online, dude, ordered two of them, and it's $30. And I was like, oh, my gosh. How much was it? $30 for two of them. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm on their website right now. It's $13.99 for a package of biscuit and gravy. These, I mean, the meals, I, I'm just going to have to go buy a dehydrator myself, man. This is next next world. Yeah. Yeah. It gets obnoxious when you can actually go probably get, like, homemade biscuits and gravy at a restaurant somewhere for less than 15 bucks Dude, every yeah. dairy queen in kentucky has biscuits biscuits and gravy i mean it's like the go-to yeah. yeah three dollars you get two biscuits gravy also i did look up the peak refuel. granted while you eat their biscuits and gravy you can hear your arteries like hardening yeah yeah now right. that is true it is well it's two portions i wish they'd just make them half the price in one portion meals or get yeah. both options because I can't like power through a whole thing of that that most of that food. That's yeah, a lot. And I did look up yeah. the the Chad Mendez. You were right. The Bison Ranch Mashers. It's called Ranch Seasoned Mashed Potatoes, mixed with bison and vegetables. That's Peak Refuels. Um, it's a double ration as well. I guess all theirs is. I don't know why they're doing double. They all do. What's stowaway? Is that stowaway gourmet? Jk. Is that yeah, a two, that two portion? Gourmet. Is well, it two portions or one? some of them say two portion though, and I don't really feel like they're two portion. Like it depends no, on yeah, the meal. This is basically saying the whole bag, I think. Yeah, this one says the whole bag is a portion. One portion. Yeah. Which right. I mean, you think seven hundred five calories for dinner is not really that bad? No. So yeah, most of them you look on the back and they're going to have two calories, like you know, two eighty and five sixty, because it's a two portion bag, and depends on your appetite. But I. would I'd rather pay half the price and get half the portion on most of them. But Jeremiah's right. They're inconsistent. Yeah, it depends on the meal. Y'all take a guess on how many calories you think the biscuits and gravy are. 1,200. John, what do you say? 
I'm going to go 980. Oh, well, you're both really close. It's 1100, and I ate a whole one of those for breakfast on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, but you're... You're a growing boy, Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a 30-year-old, 30 31-year-old grown man, but I will accept yeah. it. Jeremiah's still a growing boy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, somehow. Here's the, th- here's the truth, though. Jeremiah, here's the truth. What's that? My goldfish drown says it better than anybody else. It's all crap in the end. Oh, that's true. That's true. It really it's is. Literally true, yes. Yep. <laughs> okay, so we are we are at the point that we need to get an answer from you. And you've done this before, so we're hoping you have multiple of these, but you got a good poop story for us? Because it's that time in the show. Which ones? I Did you guys keep record of which ones I've maybe already told? No, we expected you to remember. (laughs) He's probably been on the show five times. He's going to have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I told my best. Which involved dirty shoes. Dirty yeah. shoes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I told that one. Um, you ever run into anything wild with uh, where you're working at with the poop situations? I mean, y'all got a lot of tourists and stuff coming through, right? That's it happened in the hills this season where I thought I was in a very private location, only to I hadn't paid attention to basically like a switchback. I'm sure a lot of people have been in this situation, but I thought there was plenty of woods between me and the trail, not realizing that it switched back like right in between. Think of me as like in a highway medium. Kind of <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Way I, to nobody came it. nobody came along, but it was way too late before I realized they would have been like within feet of my rear end uh easily. I mean I was <laughs> six feet from the from the other trail i was probably a hundred feet from the other side but i did not pay attention to my surroundings and realize i was you know right right on the next like like it was a switchback basically but without the hill you know like it's a tight turn so you were fortunate and so were all the hikers yeah i mean it would have been like the wrong end to come up on simple (laughs) as that dude and there would have been nothing i could do at that point because you know once you got a jumper at the gate which I think is backpacking Jumper with Jason's phrase. <laughs> Jumper yeah. at the gate. I saw it on your podcast. I think Jason, take take credit for this if this was you, but I use this phrase all the time now. It's my new favorite. I thought it was Jumper at Jumper. the door. Well, either either way, you know oh, what I'm either. saying. What yeah. do they call the air, airplane thing before? Uh, is that called the gate or is that called the door? I think the gate, isn't that the part at the airport? The gate attaches uh, well, to the... Either, the plane Either door? way, you know what I mean. Like, oh. like a parachuter is just about to jump out the back of a plane. Oh, whatever that door is called, you know. <laughs> yeah, the door. Maybe it was I'm funny, using it wrong the whole matter. time. Either way, it's fun. Yeah, thank you. I agree. It's still funny. I totally <laughs> agree. You know adventures. It's a jumper at the door. Is what jumper at the door. Thanks, Brian. And there's Jason <laughs> backing him up on it. So, Buckley, I don't well, think you were on. Oh, go ahead, John. We, we have we have the answers to the the microwave thing from. Earlier. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. Yay. So we, I wanted I didn't want to leave you. You know, spe- I know you weren't going to sleep tonight. You know, if you didn't find out what's going on with this, so I would have guaranteed thought of it. <laughs> Jason wants to know if you've ever seen a commercial for a microwave. It's just a literal question. Yeah. Now I kind of get it. Think about it, guys. Yeah. And no, Carlson I mean Avengers, the answer is no. No microwave commercials, Jason, but everyone has one. Think about that for a yeah. second. 
I see now I totally get it. I thought it was an inside joke. Yeah, I see refrigerator commercials. I think I we also live in a world commercials. where we don't see many commercials anymore either. Appliances in general, though. I mean, you'll see them for like uh, they're on sale at Best Buy. Yeah. But do you ever see like a, a commercial for just a refrigerator? The like smart ones. Have the smart ones they'll advertise. Yeah. Because yeah. they have the like screens mm. on the front and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah least, you're right. I don't think I ever remember seeing a microwave commercial. Well, do you really need and to advertise? And going to be laying awake at night. Yeah. Well, thanks for messing us up, Jason. <laughs> yeah. My life has changed forever. Forever and ever. <laughs> hey, do you want to tell everybody where they can find you, man? Online? <laughs> Online. <laughs> my address. Yeah, your physical address, please. <laughs> so really, uh, YouTube's my thing. Backpacking with Buckley. Uh, I think it's the same thing on Instagram. Uh, Hilltop Packs. Uh, TikTok. They do all the ticky-tockies and all the hip stuff. That I have a TikTok thing, but I just never have the energy to do it too it's too short term for me anyway yeah backpacking <laughs> with buckley you'll find that on some of the platforms out there on the internet very cool and I'll, man just text me if you want my address because I'll, I'll tell you where i'm at too at <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some point i we need to talk about and we can do this uh, we're gonna have you back on because we we, you know you're gonna be back on here but we definitely need to get on here at some point and talk about the origins of your channel before it was backpacking with Buckley. Oh yeah. There's I remember the original channel. Too. I remember yeah. the original channel. Yeah. It's my sister's it's all the brainchild of my sister and backpacking in general. You know, it just it started with the small seed that grew with like the most devilish steroids pumped into it you could ever imagine. It just I dove in the deep end, man, right off the bat. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, well, it's also how I met you guys. I mean, fanboy, you know, I've, I knew I've watched all you guys before you ever knew who the heck I was. And it's just such a crazy, awesome community. And I miss all you guys. Like that's why I referenced the red river gorge meetup really like that. That's a fun gathering. Oh, it was oh just, yeah. It was a little out of reach for me to drive there. Um, but I'll try to make a better effort next year. Cause it's awesome. Awesome, man. And apparently I'm frozen. So uh, I'm just a face smiling at everybody tonight. So. Well, at least you're not like mouth breathing at the time it froze, you know, like wide. <laughs> That's hilarious. It just, uh, for some reason, it just decided to freeze on me. So who knows what's going on with that? But uh, listen, man, thanks so much for being on here. You are an incredible guy and we are always thankful to have you on the show. Oh, man. That's beyond flattering but unnecessary i love you guys thanks for everybody else that's always watching it's just it's a great community oh it awesome. is man. thanks man it we is. love you too all right i'll hang on so we can say a quick goodbye but you better say goodbye to all your fans uh in case <laughs> these in case these hum, in case these humble guys didn't know if you do a little research they're like in the top 100 outdoor podcasts these days so oh that's right too humble to probably advertise that but they should celebrate that. They're kicking butt. We should make t-shirts. Oh, that would yeah. mean that Jeremiah has, has merch, so we can't do that. <laughs> yeah, the window may close. You might be like 105 in a couple of weeks. So That's get true. something to... <laughs> that is true. No, seriously, bravo to both of you guys. That's awesome. Appreciate you, man. Thank we'll you. talk to you later. All right. See ya. See ya. So, Jeremiah, look at me. I'm just... <laughs> I, I, I've, I've, I've 
learned the art of being able to just stare at the screen and not move. You look great, man. It it was it's hard doing this. Like it's hard <laughs> to talk without moving my mouth or my body at all. So I hope you're appreciating this. That means uh, while you're a ventriloquist, everybody's looking at me. I know pressure's on. I know that's probably who they want to look at anyways. So that's not a big deal. <laughs> not a big deal. So Jeremiah, we got any big stuff coming up in the future? Uh, yeah, we got Midwest Backpacker coming on next week. Jeremy, can't wait to talk to him. It's gonna be fun. More guests in the future too, of course. Absolutely, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, he and I texted the other day. Um, I'm sorry. I think Buckley just took his pants off in in, in the backstage area, which is really confusing. <laughs> Good lord! Um, so, <laughs> um, no, I. Uh, he just he texted me afterwards, and it was actually giving me some inside info about the permethrin. So we might talk about that a little bit next week. All right, that sounds fantastic, man. So. Either way, thanks for tuning into the Backpacking Podcast. For myself, the ever-capable ventriloquist of the group, and Jeremiah, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Adios, folks.